You are Locked On Celtics, your daily Celtics podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm so, I'm so hyped right now. Anything's possible. Oh, my mama. Oh, my mama made it, ma. Anything's possible. Rainy days. Jump shot fade away. This is the best Celtics podcast day to day. I get excited about it like when Tatum play a Jalen on the breakaway, a Kyrie when he make a trade, and nothing like the terrible analysts on the TV. So in depth that after you play it, you gotta repeat. So in depth they might do an hour about the D League. So in depth you probably should pay him, but it's a freebie. Yeah, Corrales, Packard, and J. King locked on trying to get the 18th ring. And well wishes go to Gordon. Listen after every game is very important, Millie. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics Podcast. Here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, thank you for making us part of your daily routine. We are here for you Monday through Friday, and today we are here for you after a 125-124 loss to the Washington Wizards, which to me, I find hilarious. I'm not even mad. I'm laughing about this with my hot wife. <laughs> uh, I, I am John Corrales, not Sam Sheehan. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at RedsArmy underscore John. Of course, you know me as the co-founder of RedsArmy.com and a Boston.com Celtics contributor. And I am joined by my regular post-game partner, Sam Jam Packard. He of the two-hour weird Celtics Twitter bracket podcast. And Brackets are out now. Made. Ready to vote. The polls are open, yeah. people. Find him at Jam Packard on Twitter. Polls are open. Open. Uh, so we are talking specifically about the Wizards Celtics game, which I came into this not even caring about. But one thing I do care about is your home. And that's why today's show is brought to you by Jason Manganello, our favorite real estate agent, the best real estate agent in Boston, a Celtics fan who watched this game, and Sam. I'm sure Jason, like the rest of us, was intrigued but also amused by this game because I came into this thinking there was no chance for the Celtics. And the fact that they drew this out to two overtimes, I find this hilarious <laughs> because the Wizards should – like I feel like the Wizards should still be embarrassed by this. They, they could have lost this game a few times, and it took a couple of bonehead plays – yeah, Marcus Morris made a bonehead defensive play. Regard whatever. The Wizards should not have gone to two overtimes to win this game. No, the Wizards should have never uh, been down twenty points to this uh, basically version of the main Red Claws. They they Gershon Yabusele started and had some major contributions in this game. That was what the was like. Just started off the hilarious night was that. Yabu came in and was like the shiftiest dude on defense, and he stole the ball directly from Bradley Beal. He picked his pocket uh, and was doing some actually uh, like way more impressive things out on the perimeter than I was uh, anticipating. I thought this was just going to be a story of Yabu. Um, I feel like once the Celtics got up big in the first quarter, we all knew that that lead was eventually going to crumble. Um, and surely enough, it did. Bradley Beal discovered that he could shoot again in the third quarter. Uh, you have to respect the, the the Celtics for keeping it close, for playing their asses off. Uh, Iso Mook was had an, uh, an amazing game 
uh, except for that play at the end of regulation. But his offense really carried the Celtics in that fourth quarter. Also in overtime, he hit a huge three in the corner. And so short term, you can focus on the two mistakes, uh, the Mook's defense and Tatum not hitting a free throw and saying, oh, they should have won this game. Long term, you can say uh, they really had no business winning this game, given their lineup. And even like zoom out even farther, this game really means nothing. They're going to be the nothing. two seed in the Eastern Conference. It's awesome that they like got to the younger players got to kind of play in that environment. And so um, process over results. Yes, we would like Mook to not abandon the guy in the three pointer when the team is up by three, or abandon the guy in the corner. But you know what? I'm not going to get upset about this. I'm not going to be mad online. In fact, Kaizen, Kaizen, big time. And in fact, it's funny to me. <laughs> I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm literally uh, laughing. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, th- this game, it really does, though. It literally means nothing. Like, if, if this meant something, I would be more maybe upset. But the Celtics are the two seed. They are going to be the two seed. There is no deviation from that unless they totally, completely collapse. And they won't totally, completely collapse because... Jalen Brown is progressing in the the concussion protocol. Actually, I shouldn't say that. He's going into the concussion protocol, but he's progressing well from his progressing well from his concussion. Uh Kyrie Irving is going to travel with the team, probably not play in Orlando. Maybe that means he'll play in New Orleans, which is great because I'm going to New Orleans. I'm going to see that game. Al Horford is probably going to play soon. These guys are going to be fine. So standing-wise, it does not mean a thing. So all of the people who are tweeting me and going nuts about, oh my God, Mook cost us the game. Who cares? It doesn't matter. There is literally zero impact from this game. So separate yourselves from the result and enjoy the process of the Celtics drawing the Wizards into two overtimes and making their lives hell, to me, that was more of a win than anything because the Wizards expended so much energy in this game to do what? To to maintain their fifth seed? Like, it just it blows my mind that people are so crazily, like, uh, reactionary to every little thing. It, this is fine. I'm perfectly happy with this result. It's fine. I mean, it's... You shouldn't be upset about this. I can understand being mildly frustrated, but you just got to take some deep breaths in, breathe out, slow down a little bit, and realize that this game doesn't mean anything. And so it was cool to see, I think, just the team, the young guys perform without kind of having the stars on the court as we hear the large machinery being operated in the background. Um, but I thought Tatum had a nice uh, game other than his missed free throws, which he uh, missed two of them. Ended up being pretty important, but I thought he was just... I was just nice to see him be a lot more aggressive. He didn't lose the ball while gathering as much. Um, Mook with 31 points I thought was fantastic. Terry Rozier hit some huge threes. There's definitely some building block moments. I thought Semi had some good uh, minutes. Shane Larkin continues to be like the... Uh, tremendous burst of energy i don't know it's there's calm down folks calm down we got we got like three more weeks left in the season these games do not mean much yes we're gonna we don't want to see them beat the wizards we're gonna want to see you beat the raptors but 
uh, other than that, it's just like, folks, let's pre let's prepare for the playoffs. Let's get our mental energies. Let's get our chakras. Let's get our auras. We can't worry about the small things when everything's a small thing. I think. <laughs> Trying to channel Brad Stevens. There. I was doing my best. I don't know. It's loopy. Yeah. It's late night. I'm not used to being at the Garden this late. Uh, double yeah, overtime, late start, ESPN game. So every single ad break was like 17 minutes long. I've been looking at memes all day trying to put together this bracket. My brain is fried. All day. My brain is completely yeah, fried. Well, dude, you just put together a two-hour podcast, which may have violated a lot of network rules, but we're okay. We're, we're, that's, we're down with that. Um, I enjoyed it, although usually <laughs> the podcast was so long. I usually listen to like two, maybe two-and-a-half podcasts on my way to work. And uh, I couldn't even get through the <laughs> the morning locked on Celtics one, but you know what? It was so good that I picked it up after I left, and I had to finish it. So if you didn't get, if you're new and you didn't get the weird Celtics Twitter March Madness ranking podcast, go check that out because it was pretty dope. And, uh, and it it's it, it's a educational. Sammy Sheehan did a great job of explaining the origins of all the different memes and why they're hilarious. Uh, yeah, it's really if you feel at all lost on here when you're online and all the people are posting constantly left and right. Uh, this is can basically just be your your table of contents uh, for just like what's going on. Absolutely, that it, it's kind of a low key educational podcast. So go check the that hilarious out. thing uh, that I know we both wanted to talk about is I saw Doris Burke in the hallway and she's a noted listener of locked on Celtics podcasts or not locked on Celtics. That was really she's just no like listens to locked on like before to prepare for a game. And the, the one right before the game she did was a two hour uh, nonsense yeah. podcast. And, and the one before <laughs> that was uh, the three of us kind of getting a little bit loopy out there. So that was a little weird. That was a little weird. That was a weird pod. So we had two straight weird podcasts. Yeah. So Doris Burke has said in the past that when she goes into a city to do a show, a do, to do a game, so like this Wednesday game, she'll listen to the Locked On podcast for the two teams that are, are playing. And so the two Locked On Celtics podcasts were you, uh, Sam, and uh, Jack. Uh, I just started following him, so but I, I realized that I was – erroneous and only just started following him uh i really hope she listened to all, to, uh, all an hour and 40 minutes i would imagine she's so dedicated to her the job no, that she did I, I i i'm curious to see how long she lasted uh but like i said it was an uh educational podcast and uh i enjoyed it and i learned a few things myself as a guy who's trying to get back into the whole thing I gotta compliment Celtics you. Twitter. Your your meme game but, and your weird Celtics Twitter game has been. Uh, you really took it up a notch the past uh, week or so, and I've I've noticed. Believe me, it's been good. Well, I I, I want to thank you. I want to thank you. Um, I I will say that the uh, the origins of RedsArmy.com, I I think were and not in any way to say that they inspired weird Celtics Twitter, but they are reminiscent of weird Celtics Twitter. And um, I personally want to thank the Weird Celtics Twitter people for letting me kind of get back to my roots, and uh, I'm I'm enjoying the kind of uh, kind of return to my youth. I, I will just say that. So uh, I'm enjoying that. And look, I I cannot 
I'm not going to say like I'm not anywhere close to those dudes, but I, I'll do my thing. Neither I, am I. I, I was kind of blown away last night, but they were just remembering memes based on memory and describing them, and I needed to be scrolling through a spreadsheet just to follow. Like those guys, <laughs> those are some weird Celtics Twitter warriors. I'm just, uh, I just dipped my Look. toe in, and so. It's fun, though, and the bracket should be uh, fantastic. We have four seeds out or four matchups out right now, so I'd encourage everyone, look on my timeline, vote, tell your friends. If you got memes to add, please add them. Uh, it should Do be it. a good time uh, for the tournament when we need something like this because the games don't matter. The rules are made matter. up and the games don't matter. It's whose line it's anyway, but without uh, <laughs> Drew Carey or um, Wayne Brady. Right. So let the freak flag fly and go get weird with this bracket. So we're going to take a minute here to talk about our friend Jason Manganello and remind you that if you are looking to buy or sell a house or if you know somebody that's looking to buy or sell a house, to talk to Jason Manganello. We've talked about him a million times. You know that he is one of the top real estate agents in the business in our area. You know that he will help you buy or sell any house in your price range from a two hundred to $300,000 condo to a multi-million dollar home. I wanted to, because I realized that we haven't had any personal accounts. I want to relay to everybody a personal testimonial from somebody that has worked with Jason. So I will read directly from what they what they said about working with him. Here it is. My wife and I needed to sell our house relatively quick because of a work move. We spoke to Jason about a potential listing, and even though we wanted to list a lower price due to timing, Jason suggested a higher price based on his knowledge of the market we were in. He ended up getting us two offers within two days of the first open house, and both offers were at or above the asking Price. That is a direct testimonial of Jason Manganiello's work. So you had two people who are who needed to move quickly, and they were working with Jason, and they were willing to take less money. And Jason said, "Nope, I'm not going to do that. I am working for you and with you." And he got them the most money possible. So that's the example of Jason Manganiello's work. And on top of all of that, Jason is going to donate 10% of his commission to a local nonprofit designated by you, the client. So you know that he's going to work for you. He's going to get you the most money, and he's going to take the money that he makes and take 10% of that and donate it to a local nonprofit. And on top of it, if you buy or sell a house with him, he's going to send you to a Celtics game. If you refer somebody who buys or sells a house with him, he's going to send you to a Celtics game. Even if, if you, you just are, refer someone, which is a wild, wild offer it. by Jason Manganiello. Just tell a person, go to Jason. You can go up to a stranger and say, here's my email. Tell Jason that I sent you, and he will send you. It's a referral. He will send you to a Celtics game. And if you are a first-time home buyer or a first-time home seller, he will get you the first time home buyer's guide and he will enter you into into a uh, a drawing to get to a Celtics game. So he's donating part of his uh, commission to charity and he's sending you to a Celtics game. So contact Jason Manganello at 617 877 5694 617 
877-5694 or email him lockedonjason at gmail.com lockedonjason at gmail.com Okay, back to the game here. I, I thought I, I promised that I would eat a spaghetti ranch and sugar sandwich if Terry Rozier would close out this game and I thought he was going to make me do it. But he's not and I'm thankful for that. Uh, I'll do it anyways because um, I'm just kind of curious. Yeah, it's I, I won't because I I was kind of trying to will the Celtics to a win. But uh, even if the Celtics had won that game, I would have. But I feel like I'm off the hook. Oh, you're totally so, off the hook. But I'm going to uh, put myself on the hook and uh, just do oh. it. Do it anyways, you know, because it's a uh, content. It's funny. <laughs> when you eat when you eat seemingly gross things, it's uh, always going to be hilarious. <laughs> so uh, that's uh, that's something that might happen there with uh, Sam Jam Packer. I'm going to be watching a lot of college basketball this weekend, and I'm going to be hungry and might be intoxicated. So who knows what happens? I think I think that's a combination that might lead to spaghetti ranch and uh, sugar sandwiches <laughs> with the crust cut off. I think you might be right there, my friend. Do you have anything else with this game? Because I don't. Um, let me let me scroll through the. I got some junk. Uh, but nothing, well, nothing we'll, related we'll to, to the th- actual gameplay. I mean, I feel like I've said no. exactly what I wanted to say. Uh, Yabu looked good. Oh. That's like that's my biggest takeaway. Yabu was much faster on the perimeter than I anticipated. Oh uh, yeah, I know. I thought I thought he was great too. Uh, so why don't we get to the uh, rain and change hashtag? Uh, Donald Scroberg at Scroberg. I'm fully convinced that Brad could lead the Harlem Globetrotters to the seventh seed in the East. I'm convinced um, he could lead the Generals because literally the Globetrotters have never lost a game. The Generals, now that's a team that needs Brad Stevens. Um, I used uh, the our. Um, damn it! I was going to make a joke about our betting site, but I forgot about the betting. Mybookie.ag. Mybookie.ag. I was going to make a Krusty the Clown. I thought they were do joke, but just I take lost the it. ball. They're just spinning it. <laughs> I thought they were due. All right, so, yeah, Brad Stevens is, like, a god. Coach of the year, has to be. I don't see how he couldn't be. Well, all right, so I was just on Locked on NBA saying that Dwayne Casey is probably the coach of the year because... Contradict yourself for me. (laughs) (laughs) But screw it! Here I am on Locked on Celtics, and it's Brad Stevens. Now, I mean... Dwayne Casey is a pretty good case. The the rappers are playing their asses off. Top seed, he got... got Kyle and DeMar to play a different style. I get the bench full of young guys, blah, 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 blah. You know, probably. So I, if, if the Celtics had won this game, I would have thrown it all out the window. But even, look, even though they got close, it's close enough. So I'm, I'm, I'm much more willing to go back to my green-goggled uh, Brad Stevens as the coach of the year. Uh, at Ball In Opinions, what I'm mad about after the game free throws use your foul to give follow your shot on a game winner did i mention i don't even get you like fouling in the in the situation they're talking about where auto porter just made an amazing play like are you gonna foul porter with that much like little time left on the clock they had a crazy zone to prevent bradley beal from getting the ball like i don't know i thought the Celtics like i'm just saying they did their job it's Stop being mad about this. Yep. Like, no need. Well, how about we'll make a rule that we're not going to read any mad uh, tweets at us? Yeah, I, I did that for the snoring joke. 
Uh, at Rife C, it says a lot about our uh, the bench guys' efforts that I'm disappointed in that loss. That, that, see, that's a good tweet. There you about go. The There's some sports you optimism. Know? That's a good thing. Like it says a lot about these guys that I'm disappointed because we went into this game thinking, God, we're gonna get smoked, and that Rife C speaks for us, the Celtics fans that say, Oh, I thought we we're gonna get smoked, and then they got invested, and they said, Oh man, I can't believe we lost that game. They played Shane Larkin significant minutes. Like, these guys should have gotten destroyed by 40. The fact that they didn't and the fact that they forced two overtimes, this is that, that to me is amazing. So this is a sentiment that I can agree with that, okay, you're disappointed, but it's kind of like uh, I didn't expect to be disappointed, and so I can accept this. Like, that, that, that I'm okay with. I'm fine with that. Yeah, the expectation game is a uh, is a tricky one to play. So if you just go in expecting the worst, uh, it's you'll always be uh, rewarded. That's that's a good mentality that we should advocate for our listeners. Never think anything good is going to happen because then when it does, it's amazing. <laughs> well, don't think anything good's going to happen when six of you look half the team was out. They went into warmups. They did layup lines tonight. With six guys. An NBA team went into layup lines with six guys. Fucking relax, everybody. <laughs> Jesus. Whew. Uh, I, I mentioned, by the way, earlier that uh, I was on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. I would like to remind all of the listeners here to the Lockdown, of the Lockdown Celtics podcast that the Lockdown NBA show has recently gone five days a week joining the rest of the Lockdown Podcast Network. And part of the five days a week uh, expansion is a rotating uh, show uh, rotation. I backed myself into a corner there. But whatever, I am doing the Wednesday show with uh, Jake Madison from the New Orleans Pelicans podcast. So... On Wednesday mornings, you will wake up to a Locked On NBA podcast with me and Jake Madison, and every day you will wake up to a new Locked On NBA podcast. On Mondays, it's the big stories of the week. On Thursdays, it's uh, David Locke. On Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, it's it's other Locked On podcast hosts. So subscribe to the Locked On NBA podcast so you can get a quick 25 to 30 minute podcast that gets you ready for the next day, gets you recapped on the previous day, touches on the big stories so you can be caught up on all of the NBA action. All right, let's uh, wrap this up with some raining junk. Are you ready for this? I am. Um, first, I'm going to use the the tweets of all the fine folks who use the hashtag raining junks. At Rookie Angler, apparently Cedric Maxwell said, somebody get me a napkin because I just ate some Cheetos. I don't know what this means, hashtag raining junk. I don't think you have to. It's not a metaphor whatsoever. Max definitely ate some Cheetos and needed a napkin. (laughs) He says that a lot. They have an excellent uh, spread at halftime, and I'm sure he had some Cheetos. Uh, Scroteberg said, on the replay of that Tatum layup, you could hear Mook screaming, where is your God now, over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) Did he say it in the um, in in the um, Chief Wiggum voice? Where's your Messiah now? <laughs> I think he said it like Jay King said it earlier on the podcast this week. Um, 
And then I'm going to go to my own rating junk. Uh, before the game, uh, Washington Post reporter Candace Buckner was wearing her credential in her hat like she was an old-timey newspaper reporter, and it was the coolest move I've seen all day. Um, Lil Funk made an appearance, Fat Man's with some Fat Man scoop. That was cool. Uh, just wanted to shout out the Celtics Heroes Among Us program. I think they do a pretty cool job of doing like a diverse group of heroes from the community, and I don't know, that's why it's... Uh, in my notes right now, um, Tavis Sandoransky is a little buster, and Tito threw him into the paint and then hit a crazy three, which was amazing. And Shane Larkin is the straw that stirs the drink. Um, that's it from me. Okay. Uh, I will say that we need more Shane Larkin memes. In, the, um, in light of all of the weird Celtics memes and everything, we, we just do not have enough Shane Larkin. So I am calling on everybody to get your Shane Larkin signals out. Get every Shane Larkin meme you can get out and let us know about it. Uh, all right. That'll do it for tonight's version of the Locked On Celtics podcast. If you are new to the show, a reminder that we are here for you Monday through Friday. We are the only Celtics Monday through Friday podcast. So we are kind of getting a little weird and having some fun with the last couple of weeks of the season because we all know that it's kind of meaningless, but we're still here for you Monday through Friday. So subscribe wherever you find your podcast. Search for Lockdown Celtics. Find me on Twitter, Reds Army underscore John. Find Sam on Twitter, at Jam Packard. Find our other co-host, uh, Jay King, at by Jay King. So follow us all on Twitter so you can get uh, all the fire tweets throughout the games. Subscribe to the show. If you are a regular subscriber and you have not rated us five stars, please do so. And also, uh, I should remind you to follow Jam Packard on Twitter for this big, monster, weird Celtics meme. What, what are you calling it? Uh, madness the from March. Madness from March. All with no spaces. Of course not. Yes. So I'm a big fan of Greg from Moose. So <laughs> he had a strong <laughs> showing today. He's going up against some some Jalen picks that are also quite strong. He he is a four seed. That, oh man, there's some there's some memes out there where he's playing a funky guitar and riding a kind of a, a rainbow cloud that I just think is on. It's hard to compete with. Hey, before we go, can I can I ask you because I I tweeted out a picture of Terry Rozier riding a Greg Moose. Oh yeah, with the and and I, I got a ton of retweets and and everything, and I don't want to claim that picture. I don't want to make it seem like I am responsible for that picture. Do you know who made that? I do not know who made that. That was kind of came over in uh, just uh, we were in total mean collection mode over the past two days, okay. and but I can I can get to the bottom of that, and I will give the proper credit because that's one of the difficult things about uh, this weird Celtics Twitter meme culture is that some people, when you, you create these images, you just put them out into the ether. And I've just been, yeah. I've just been started saving the craziest ones onto my phone and I can't give credit. Uh, so the artist knows, hopefully the right. artist is and a listener so and they know that they deserve I the make credit. It clear. I want to make it clear. Like I, I retweeted you with all of those and I, I saved this one picture and I felt like this was appropriate. And I tweeted it out, and like I got a ton of reaction. And I was like, I, I just want to make sure that people – and I don't know what the protocol is now. 
Just keep posting, we're, man. Just keep posting. We're all, we're all sharing everything. So if I make something that somebody likes, you can share it. And if, I, I, I want everybody to know that when I share something, it's not necessarily – I didn't make this one. I just don't want to take credit for other people's work. It, to me, that's very important. It looks I like a Lucky's take... Pipe uh, original. It does. It does. It does. If I had to guess, but, but you're, I, I appreciate your uh, willingness to be transparent on this on this meme. I want to make sure. I want to make sure everybody gets appropriate credit. But I enjoy the free flowing. Everybody share it. It's a communal thing. We're all you know in this together. So whatever. All right. That's. I was just okay. going to say, as the Rifts God uh, and the leader would point out, it's not for individual accolades. It's for the it's for the the team. It's for the culture. So uh, just keep posting, for everyone. For the culture, I love it. Keep posting, everyone. I love that sentiment. All right, that's it. Thanks for listening. This is the Lockdown Celtics podcast. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network.